Welcome to DFS Taverns, the putting green. It's your favorite betting bartender, Anzo, and I'm here to go over the Honda Classic happening at PGA National in Florida this weekend. Before we kick it off, let's talk about last week at WGC Mexico, Turpman 2003. Congratulations, you won the Listener League Tournament, so get at me to get on the show on Wednesday night. Speaking of Wednesday night with the gang for Second Guess, your DFS live show on Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m., I will be sending out an email with the schedule of events happening this week since we'll be having golf and NASCAR is really hitting it off and the big UFC this weekend as well. So be on the lookout for a schedule of weekly events from here on out. Uh, I won't be sending you too many emails, just 85 a week, okay? We're going to be going over the cheat sheet today for PGA. Again, if you don't have access, all you need to do is answer this quick question on the video and then email me so I have your email to get you access to the PGA cheat sheet. The question is, who from the Puerto Rico Open is going to do the best this week? So never mind the WGC last week. Who that played last week at the Puerto Rico Open is going to do the best this week at the Honda Classic, which is notoriously one of the toughest courses on tour. The other way to get the cheat sheet, super simple. Just go to my Twitter, somewhere right there, and retweet and like my PGA content. Then DM me your email address. My DMs are open. Once you do that, I will send you over access to the cheat sheet. Also, without further ado, let's get to it and talk about PGA National the Honda Classic. All right, here we are on the cheat sheet for the Honda Classic. Let's jump to the course layout really quickly here. It's a par 70, just over 7,100 yards, but it typically plays in the top like eight or hardest courses of the entire season, year in and year out at PGA National. The Bear Trap right here, two par threes and a par four to end off your tournament uh, is really crazy. So the last two par threes are over water. So when you think you got away with it one time, you go to a par four, then you come right back at it. Another par three over water. Good luck with that. It always plays over when you add them up, almost losing a stroke in that area. So if you can hit par in those three each round and then get your birdie on the final par five, looking very good, but always makes for a good tournament and scores are not that low dog legs are everywhere left and right so shots really have to be constructed well here let's look at the weather really quickly before we jump to the field and you can see here that uh tuesday evening it's raining at night and then wednesday we have some uh problems going on wednesday with rain so if anything gets pushed back at all then it could rain into thursday and then sunday it looks windy on Sunday um, at the very end. So some of those last groups might have a tough time doing well on Sunday. So, yeah, best of luck to you guys. All right, let's jump to the field. 
jump into the field. Here we go. I'm going to be going over five golfers in this video. I have an additional six that I'll send out on the email. So we start with our number one golfer in my system, which I used. Obviously, course history in this one's bumped up a little bit. Obviously, recent form, I want to be good. Strokes differential versus field average, I always like. Birdie or better percentage, not going to be a lot of them out there, so we're going to need them. Strokes gained approach is going to be huge. Total driving is driving distance with accuracy. Now, the driving distance is kind of key here when I looked at the stats over the last year, that the heavy hitters were actually the top finishers last year, uh, remarkably. And then my millennial mixologist cocktail is an approach proximity putting, greens and reg kind of concoction that I whip up for you to use on the short game. Number one on my model, Gary Woodland, 9,846 on Yahoo. Um, reason he's ranking out so well, top in that total driving category, second in two categories in strokes differential field average and pretty better. And we look at his history here, not the best. He's got a second in 2017 sandwiched in between two barely made cuts, but whatever, it is what it is. He just got a 17th or T17 last week in uh, Chapultepec and took a couple weeks off before that and was playing pretty well other than the Sony Open this season. So obviously, Gary Woodland's going to be popping in a lot of people's models. Probably going to be a heavy chalk there. Be careful. My favorite golfer, though, is actually a gentleman right before him and is rating out a whopping 118th in my ranking system. That is Sergio Garcia at 10,000. I don't really see myself going up any further than that. Uh, he does have a second here uh, three years ago. He's only 40 on Yahoo, so if you're looking for a top guy uh, on Yahoo, he's definitely the way to go. We know his approach game is rock solid. We know his putting's pretty good too. So with that being said, a six, actually a T6 last week at uh, Chapultepec, a 37th at the Genesis is nothing to write home about. But then his terms before that on the Euro Tour have been second to none. So I think he's just in good form all around. Sergio going to be like one of my favorite guys this week. Now, jumping down to my blind pick. And some people have asked me how I do this exactly. Well, let's walk you through it right now. I basically, before looking at these names, just go down this 8K zone and simply block them out like that when I get to them. Now, when I do that, you can see that I have an eighth, a sixth, a fourth, and a fifth all ranked here in this range of the 10 golfers. So that made it very difficult to choose. And I ended up going with Michael Thompson ranking fifth. And the reason being, let's get him up here. The reason being is uh, he's played here four years in a row, has been doing, you know, mediocre and then did pretty well last year so i'm not sure how much i want to put on him but uh i did go with him because he played here all four years with um that i have for the rankings and the system he used and his recent form is second in the field and the reason being he took last week off perfect i love a golfer taking last week off Get him uh, acclimated. The last tournament was at the Genesis, where T7 and the ATT Pro, which is not an easy tournament at all, uh, T10. Uh, so I really like me some Michael Thompson. You look at what he's done before that. He's only missed one cut at the RSM Classic. Whoop de doo. Um, barely made it through on the Sony Open. That's okay. 
Ninth at Desert Classic, 13th at Farmers. Farmers is a tough course also. So I kind of like that he's done well there. I feel like this is a scary play. I don't think we've seen him this high up on the price on DraftKings at eight grand. It seems like a little too much for a guy we don't really talk about that much. Uh, I believe he used to be in the high sixes, low sevens not too long ago. So it's going to be kind of scary going to him, but I do like him. I'm not going to say that I don't like the guy right above him, Scott Pierce. I just... I go with either of these guys. I chose to go with Thompson at 8K. That's where I'm going. In the $7,000 range, I'm going down to the bottom of it at 7,300. And that is Sunjay M ranking 26 in my model here. And it's only 33 on Yahoo. Obviously, no course history here. That's going to bring his rankings down and his recent form hasn't really uh, done well recently out of the four terms we had didn't play last week because he had played six tournaments in a row he needed the week off not gonna lie needed the week off he missed his last two cuts not even close i think he's got the rest i think enough people were burned and if we go into our past ownership tab here we can kind of see that and go um to these tournaments right here's the genesis open how many people got burned by Sun JM? About 5%. Doesn't seem like a lot, but when you look at everybody else down in this range, in this scoring range, they were all less owned except for Adam Hadwin, right? Adam Hadwin was like the, the only other one that was way up there. And then the one before that, he was 14% owned where he missed the cut. So you can see that his ownership's going down and down. I wonder how many people are going to forget that he burned them uh, two weeks in a row. I don't think many will. They'll be like, oh, he's back here. Screw that guy. He hasn't done well. Boom. Lock me in for Sanjay M. And at the bottom, just kind of right below him, at 7,200, Ryan Palmer's kind of popping out for me, ranking 11th in my model, 34 on Yahoo. So Yahoo knows something and DraftKings doesn't, or is it vice versa, right? Uh, pricing just doesn't seem to fit there between the two, uh, so not correlating very well. But when you look at the Vegas odds at 101, and most people around him, you know, right around him are much, much higher, you know, 225, 175. He's got a few people in the 80 and 90 range around him. Sun Kang at 80 is a little, a little funky there. But uh, it's a good way to look at, like, your value and who you're getting here. And when you get look at his points per the price here, uh, he's highest in this all this range here. So I really like me some Ryan Palmer this week. Look at his course history. A 95, when you see that, again, if you haven't been watching or you're new here to the channel, a 95 means he missed a cut, but he missed it on the number or about two strokes off, and that's about it. And, you know, he could get much better than that. So he essentially made the cut three out of the last four years and barely missed the cut here last year. He knows how to play this course. He's eighth in my model in the Millennial Mixologist cocktail so i love that a lot when someone's ranking high in that short game that i have there uh i'm really liking that and he took a couple weeks off so he's fresh ready to go uh, he was progressively doing worse he went from a miscut to a 13th to a 60th to a miscut so i think he's ready to come back out here and do very well there you have it. There's my video for this week. Again, I have six golfers on my email. The email is 100% free also. Everything's free here at DFS Tavern. The link is down below on how to enter the email list. Don't email me to be added to the email list. Go and submit your information on that link. You'll automatically be sent out a confirmation 
Uh, if the write-up is already completed, you will get the write-up in your confirmation email, uh, a link to it. Uh, otherwise, if you get in before I send it out, you'll be sent that, and that comes out tomorrow, or I should say Tuesday uh, afternoon at the latest for the write-up. Don't forget, you can always join me at Bet on Twitter. And as always, best of luck to you this weekend in DFS and everything that you do. Keep dancing to that music. Cheers.